Hello, and welcome to an episode of Aaron Cook's Random Stuff. Today, we will be cooking meatloaf. Now, I was going to try some crazy things. Normally, you know, with your meatloaf, you get your ground beef, and then you mix in some breadcrumbs and some egg. But I'm going to replace the breadcrumb with some rice that I'd already had cooked off because rice is just so easy. I usually try to have a bunch of rice just cooked all the time anyway. So, yeah, let's see how it goes. So I've got about two pounds-ish of hamburger. Well, that's probably more like a pound. I've got onion. I've got parsley, Italian parsley, because I'm also going to make another batch of that delicious uh, tabula-type stuff. That really came out good, and I want to try it with Italian parsley now instead of the regular parsley and see if that helps make it even better. As you remember from the previous episode, tabula had parsley, all the parsley. It had tomatillos, just a touch of kimchi. Um, I also picked up cilantro, and I'm going to add it to that too. So for you cilantro people who say cilantro tastes like soap, um, you can just omit that part. And I was going to add some jalapeno as well. Pick it up just a touch from the last time, and of course some onion, and then the seasonings. But we've got some garlic, minced garlic. So the one that's going to take longer, obviously, is the meatloaf. So let's go ahead and get that started. We're going to mince up a largish white onion. So I got so much Italian parsley because it was so good. It really was quite delicious that I want to make like a super large helping because that tabula knockoff stuff really didn't last beyond the day. So I made enough. I've got enough here to do a double batch and I'm hoping it'll last a little bit longer. Sharp knives are always essential. I always like to touch them up. Good. So first, dicing, dicing the onion. This is the one for the meatloaf. Probably going to use a half to three quarters of the large weight onion and I'll save the rest for the uh, never go wrong with onion. I use onion in just about every recipe. At least some amount of onion. Onion and garlic, really. They're just so versatile. All right, with that dice, we're going to put that in a bowl. Mm, what else? So I'm obviously got the onion. We're going to put some seasonings in there. This will be a great time to use the hatch pepper, the powdered hatch stuff. I don't know. All right, so we'll take a little bit of parsley. Obviously, we're saving the majority for our tabula stuff. See, the Italian, I felt, has a bit more of a peppery smell to it so i'm wondering if it'll help really accentuate that dish so for that we're taking probably oh i don't know half cup well quarter cup of uh italian parsley and we're going to mince that up looks good next uh we're not going to add tomatillos to the meatloaf but we will add i was going to say jalapeno but i don't think so not this time i'm doing the rice thingy so that's different enough Let's see what kind of additions I can add. I just don't really have any... Um, is that garlic? What is But I'm already going to add garlic. No, I guess I'm good. Eh, it works. We've got our bowl. We're going to actually transfer to a larger bowl because we're going to mix everything in the bowl. Then we're going to add our ground beef to the mix. This is some thought-out hamburger that I had uh, portioned out a while ago and just stuck in the freezer. And let's add some egg. Uh, given its size, we currently have... We're going to go with two eggs. We'll beat those together so it's a nice little mixture. Pour that into the uh, bowl. All right. 
letting the rice cool a bit more. So now we're gonna go with our seasonings. So hatch style green chili. Mm, very good stuff. I'm gonna say half a tablespoon. Granulated garlic, because you can never go wrong with garlic. Oh, that's right. I gotta add my minced garlic too. Uh, half a teaspoon of that. Equal parts garlic and hatch chili peppers. Uh, for the minced garlic, we're gonna say about a tablespoon. A little more if you want. As I said, you can never go wrong with garlic. And white pepper, we're gonna go with half a teaspoon. That seems like a lot. I'm gonna go with a quarter teaspoon. That's fun. Basil. Basil's the kind of thing I want. So definitely we're gonna go with a half of a tablespoon of basil. Uh, my salt mix, which I know, let's see where am I at on this. I don't use a lot of it, so yeah, it's probably gonna still be quite a bit. But we're gonna use a fair chunk of it today because it's about a half a tablespoon. Uh, it's got all kinds of good stuff in it, celery seed, and just a big old mishmash of things that kind of help pump up the flavor without salt. We're gonna add some cabinets, Greek seasoning, because it's really good stuff. It's a little high on the salts, but uh, we're not gonna use a lot of it. Just like a pinch or two. We're gonna add some thyme, about a half a teaspoon. Onion powder, uh, half a teaspoon again. Sage, yes, sage. Teaspoon, and marjoram, a uh, teaspoon of that. And then just a touch, pinch of salt. I think that's probably good there. I think we're about to have the rice. Sneeze. <clears throat> okay, we're going to want the oven at about 350. Just my general temperature, 350 in the oven. Ah, we're going to add some garlic sauce, coconut minos, which is basically like a replacement soy sauce, low sodium, very flavorful. I'm really using it in replacement of Worcestershire. I'm not a big fan. I keep using it. And it's like, yeah, I think I like soy sauce a little better. Uh, so I add about uh, two tablespoons. Make sure you shake up the bottle of garlic sauce stuff because it settles quite a lot. There's a lot of sediment. <laughs> or, I mean, you could be using soy sauce as a good alternative or Worcestershire if you really want to do Worcestershire. But I feel like you're probably going to need to compensate a little bit of the salt because I think Worcestershire is less. Maybe not, but it just doesn't really have the same kick as, I feel like, soy sauce or the garlic sauce. Rice. One cup. Cooked rice. Okay. Mix. I really wish I had my gloves. I ran out of my food service gloves. I'm, I'm going to look one more time. So instead of using my hands to mix, I'm going to use a spoon because, yeah, just because. At some point, I'm going to need to use my hands because it is quite loose and i need to really incorporate the ground beef into everything and i'm not getting that without pulled out a glass pyrex dish to put the loaf in and i'm gonna wash my hands to go do the final mixture of it okay combine feels a bit loose a little bit juicy i might do less less what more ground beef i guess would be the case all right now we just grease the dish Dump it in. I'll uh, look at the size here in a second because it came out just about right. I think with one more half pound of ground beef, it probably would be just right. Yeah, good to go. Okay, we'll see how it goes. Like you said, I just kind of wanted to see what right how rice would do as a replacement for breadcrumbs, and that's kind of what I'm doing for that. So now on to something I already know is going to be delicious. So we got a big bowl ready for all that. Yumminess. We're going to mince our parsley, mince our cilantro, dice the uh, tomatillo, 
and tight. Dice my onion. And so I've got the leftover onion from the meatloaf. And I'm going to also add uh, some more onion. Oh, how I wish I had more space. <clears throat> this is a lot of mincing. <laughs> you know, I wonder if there might be a better way to go about this. I feel like a blender would probably wreck it, would um, damage it too much. Still, this is quite a lot. All right. Okay. So, yeah, just dice in the way. First, we rough chop, then we, then we kind of do a further rough chopping, slowly just kind of rebunching it up and chopping up some more, spreading out the chops so that everything looks kind of broken up. Definitely, the, uh, the Italian parsley has a stronger smell for sure. I, I am just so looking forward to this. This should be really tasty. Okay, that's one munch down, more goo. Well, more than one, actually. I'm not too picky about the stems. There's just, I mean, like, yeah, you could strip each individual stalk and all that. But, you know, I'm I'm here to have dinner at some point tonight. Uh, I do something like that, and it's going to take me freaking all night long to make. And yeah, your flavor is, you know, the stock has a different flavor. So it is going to affect the end results. If you've got the time and you're a sadist and you want to do it, um, you probably would come up with a better product if you stripped everything and just really took your time at separating everything out. I just feel like the product is not worth the amount of time involved, which is a lot of cooking. Um, shortcuts, basically things that you can do that... Uh, shorten the time, but don't compromise or don't drastically compromise. Obviously, everything done by hand is always going to be a little bit better, but there are some things I feel that are just good enough done or when they're not done by hand. Uh, what comes to mind? Potatoes, mashed potatoes. I mean, yes, you can make fancy mashed potatoes and you can do all kinds of stuff to it and you can really, you know, really make it shine. Or you can just get a box and some mashed potatoes. I mean, even if you want to add that fancy stuff, you still can. I just the process of boiling potatoes and then mashing them up always felt excessive to stone for chopping. This is the first time I've really used parsley so much. I always thought of parsley as a joke herb, really, just for decoration. But uh, then I tried tabula, and I was like, you know what? This is primarily parsley, and it's really good. Made me wonder, you know, try 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 making my own. And I did, and it was really good still. So, yeah. I think we'll see. That's why I even added some parsley to the meatloaf. Normally, I would never have done such a thing. I guess partially because I wouldn't have it on hand, but also because I just don't feel like it contributes anything. But in this case, yeah, we'll see. I may just be a parsley flavor. Last bunch. And when you're making this, you want to do it pretty soon after you've bought the parsley. Um, it's sold in giant bunches, and I mean, it can get bruised real easily. Just doesn't last very long. So I feel like it's best to get this and then within a few days, max, make it. You want everything to still be nice and fresh and not be really wilted or anything like that. And so, yeah, good to go. That was a lot of chopping. And I'm not even all the way done with the chopping. That was just, that was just the leafy stuff. Now I've got the tomatillos. Well, I guess I never did the numbers, right? So I did, um, Two bunches, are you bad? No, you're good. Two bunches of cilantro to four bunches of Italian parsley. My last time, I don't know if I mentioned it last time, but last time it was uh, two bunches of parsley. So double batch. And then I added more stuff too. 
cilantro. I really think the cilantro is going to be right up this alley, right up the alley for this kind of dish. Oh no, so we try. So yeah, for the tomatillos, we're probably looking to be like two cups ish of tomatillos. I think the cilantro and parsley combined came out to be chopped up for four to eight cups. I don't know. A lot. I'm going to have to sweep up after I'm done. I got green bits everywhere on the floor. I just don't have a lot of room. So I just have to make do. I'm just going to use all of the tomatillos that I bought. So that should be plenty fine. That one's definitely bad. Good. Oh, we rinse them off. Tomatillos get that like sticky outside because they're covered in the, the wrapping, I guess, or I don't know. So it's important to give them just a quick rub. Cut them all in half. I feel it works better to work in stages. So like I notice I peeled them all and I washed them all and I cut them all in half and go from there. Rather than like doing it all on one tomatillo then starting with the next. It just feels like it's quicker. I don't know if necessarily is. At least for the cutting in half parts. Oh, because then you can line them up afterward and then do multiple slices across multiple tomatillos. And yeah, so that's given us a, that's given us a rough chop to it. And what we're going to do is we're going to mince or so like I'm slicing them up and that gives me like a smaller ratio there. And then I'm going to take that and then I'm going to rough chop that to kind of give them a much more smaller texture. So yeah, doing them all at once means that I can line up three or four of them at a time, width of the blade, and just kind of like slice them all. Careful not to cut yourself. Even the, yeah, old or young, no matter how much experience you have, you always got to be careful because knives will always be sharp and you will always cut yourself. Always burn yourself. Point of pride for cooks, basically. They're like chef tattoos burns. Burns are chef, ta chef tattoos. And it just happens. And that's just what you have to deal with when you're cooking, especially in like a restaurant or something like that. On the other hand, it means that I've got like no sensitivity in the fingertips, so I can do hot things, which the girlfriend is always amazed by that it just doesn't bug me. Pick stuff up right from the oven. Not pans. Uh, yeah, pans are still pretty hot. Okay. How much did that come up to? Yeah, it's about two cups. Okay. So that was the slicing all done. Now we're going to Rough chop them up so that they're smaller, which means more pieces are going to fall on the ground. I really like tomatillos. They're nice. They're, they give you a little bit of like acidity, like a tomato, but they're a little tartar. Um, they work really well with a lot of different things. I've been using them a lot more. I don't think before I moved to Arizona, I didn't even know what a tomatillo was. Never even heard of it before. I never really used them for anything. I mean, maybe I might have seen them at a restaurant where that, but I doubt it. Um... Used to live in northern Michigan. Not a lot of Mexican food in northern Michigan. It seems primarily a Mexican type ingredient. Hey, that's pretty good. That is good. Take a drink of water. Stay hydrated. Minced garlic. Uh, I believe I did like a teaspoon or a tablespoon last time. So that would be two tablespoons this time. Good to go. Ah, onion. So I added the half, but I want to add more than that. That wasn't enough onion. Um, I don't want a whole another onion. That seems like a bit too much. So basically another half. So it would have came out that for the recipe, just one whole onion. Good. Ooh, go. I get most of my produce from Food City, which is this local, well, it's a chain, but it's a chain that's really good deals on produce. That's kind of their big thing. Is you can spend 50 bucks and get all the produce you want. So now that I cook 
lot more. I mean, they're not good for like frozen or processed foods and stuff like that. They're good for regular stuff. And since that's the primary thing I have to, that I have to eat, good for me. Okay. I don't think I want to add the onion or the, not the onion, sorry, the jalapeno. I just, I'm leery, especially with such a big batch. I might make a littler batch another time. I'll try adding jalapeno to that one. Instead, I will keep, I will add the uh, hatch style green chili stuff because that's not really that spicy. I think it's going to add a good flavor. We're going to add a tablespoon of that. Add a tablespoon of dill weed. Oh no, nice. My, my pulley or my, my measuring cup is too big. Oh well, good. We're going to add a tablespoon of sumac. Sumac is a very citrusy uh, spice. I think it's used more primarily in like um, Indian kind of stuff. Yeah, that flavor we're going for. We're going to add some dashes of lemon pepper. We'll add a half a tablespoon of that. Brown white pepper, we're going to add a quarter teaspoon of that. Actually, we'll add a half a teaspoon of that. My quote-unquote salt mix, we're going to add a tablespoon of that. Brown oregano? No. Oriental? No. So I don't know. I guess I should probably explain. Is like when I mentioned the spice, and I say no, I'm actually smelling it to try to get the aroma there. Get an idea of how it incorporates into the existing flavors that's there. Speaking of, let's add a pinch of salt and garlic. You can't go wrong. Granulated garlic. Garlic powder is a poor substitute to granulated garlic. Just saying. Tablespoon of that. I think that might be good. A lot of herbs, a lot of stuff. Uh, so we're adding, in the white wine vinegar department, we're adding, all oh, I want to say, a quarter cup. But I might be wrong on that. I'm going to do half that. Eighth cup. And for, and then some extra virgin olive oil. Where Ah. Oh, tablespoon. Good. Grab a spoon. Mix her up. Let's see what we got. Okay, we look a little dry. I'm going to add, say, maybe a teaspoon more of oil and same of white wine vinegar. Now, a spoon works pretty well for mixing this one. All right. I think we're probably good. Let's give her a taste. Definitely needs more white wine vinegar. Bit of that oil. Bit more of that oil. And another pinch of salt. I guess I kind of figured I did a pinch last time and I doubled. So mix. Nice. You won't really have any liquid on the bottom or anything like that. It gets all soaked up and held in place really by the uh, by all the ingredients. Hmm. That's better. <laughs> I still feel like it's missing something. It's definitely different from last time. I'm wondering if that's just because it's Italian parsley. We're going to add another tablespoon, whether half a tablespoon, or lemon pepper seasoning. And the sumac. Fortunately, I don't have any more white wine vinegar, so I can't really add more of that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's better. Good to go, I think. Mm -hmm. Oh, ginger. No, not this time. I'm going to take this over to my folks, or at least some of this, because there will some will last. I want to see what they think. And the girlfriend's going to try some too, so yeah. So I think that's it. Uh, thank you all for listening. Um, Please listen to our other podcast episodes where me, John, and Mike get together and chat about all kinds of different stuff, depending on the day. We also have a Facebook group and a YouTube channel where we've just recently released uh, the first episode of me playing random games from the Super Nintendo. So yeah, uh, don't, well, I really don't like people who say like that whole forget, don't forget to 
like and subscribe and all that junk. Um, but it is important. So, yeah, if you like what we do, let us know. Leave comments. Just give us some some feedback. And thank you for listening. Have a good day.